January 1, 2022. Your agents of cool are back on duty. I am Eric, your grumpy number six, accompanied by... This seems weirdly deja vu. Ray um, yes. and Stacy. Excellent. And we have just emerged from our theater of choice watching The King's Man, the prequel film to the Kingsman series uh, based on a graphic novel by Mark Miller and Dave Gibbons and directed by uh, Matthew Vaughn. Uh, this is a prequel story set during World War I about the origin of the Kingsman Intelligence Agency. Uh, stars Ray Fine as the Duke, as, uh, the Duke of Oxford. Uh, stars Jamon Hunsu as his loyal manservant. Stars Jim Arderton as uh, his nanny. His, yeah. the, the nanny who is much more than she seems, and stars some guy whose name I can't remember as uh, his son Conrad, uh, and it's a drama about the, you know the maneuverings behind World War One and the sinister cabal of agents that are manipulating world events, and it's enormously entertaining. I guess we could scoot down to the poster and read his name off of there. But... Yeah, let's go do that. Let's let's do that so live. Let's scoot. do that live. And we're walking. <laughs> and we're walking. We might cut this. And we're I don't walking. Know. And we're walking. Pizza, and we're walking. Gordon, the football movie. We're coming, we're coming to you live here. Guys. Ghostbusters. Here we go. To you live. Ray Fiennes, Jim turn. Harris Dickinson. Could be a guy named Harris Dickinson. I think it was Harris um, Dickinson. Harris Dickinson. Yeah, because Reese Ephens was Rasputin. Rasputin. Re, yeah, uh, now, now this, this, this movie is enormously entertaining. It has Rasputin. Yeah, that's right, the Mad Monk. Uh, there's a scene in this movie where Ray Fiennes is in his shorts dueling Rasputin to the theme of the 1812 overture. Uh, and that um, is restrained by the standards of the other Kingsman movies. Um, this movie is uh, hugely entertaining. Ray Fiennes is terrific in it. Uh, Jim the whole cast is terrific. Um, it hits on some of the actual real-world causes of World War One, and some of the loss and tragedy and senselessness of war and World War One in particular. So it's got a little weight. This movie's got a little weight to it. It's got a little drama to it, but it's still got um, plenty of action and not quite the twisted sex jokes the other one have. No. And that's all right. It's World War One. We got to be. We got to behave ourselves a little bit. Yeah. It, it does whitewash Wilson. Wilson comes off. Yeah, President, yeah. Will, President Wilson yeah. gets kind of whitewashed in this movie, and he's portrayed in this movie as having an affair with Mata Hari, more or less, So, and he's still whitewashed. No, yeah, it, Wilson was terrible. Wilson was absolutely terrible. So the, so, there, so there's all that. In real um, life. In the movie, he's like, oh, he's just poor Wilson Wilson. No, no, he, it's, it's, it's Woodrow Wilson. He's terrible. There, there, there are a couple of great cameos in the movie. Uh, the action sequences are terrific. Uh, it's a movie about the grotesque uh, loss and carnage of World War One, and still managed to have less gore than the other two Kingsman movies. I would say it uses about a half a gallon of fake blood throughout the entire movie, yeah, whereas yeah. I think Kingsman used three in the, in, before the credits roll. So, Just, Well, the one scene used all the fake blood that there was at that time, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's fair. So, I mean, this one is, it has a lot more restraint. I mean, given the subject matter, the, the previous two Kingsman's remit of just utterly over-the-top, irreverent violence doesn't quite... It wouldn't really wouldn't play. It. Wouldn't really it wouldn't play, play here. Well here. It's more sober, but it is still. It's still pretty wild. It's still got, you know, it's sort of over the top qualities. It's still enormously entertaining, um, and it does hit a lot of the beats of a '60s spy movie, a '60s Bond film, like the kind of things that we enjoy here on this show. Uh, there's a supervillain. There's a lair. There's henchmen, um, and there's some specific references to specific Bond films that really kind of yeah, work the, in this context. There's a couple. Yeah, particularly there's a couple set. There's a 
couple uh, set setting choices or setting construction choices, since I don't think it a place like that exists, mm -hmm. that uh, I thought was a nice call out to one of my favorite Bond movies. So exactly, and we're not going to spoil it for you. You'll kind of know it when you get yeah. there. Yeah, you can't. You really can't miss it. Uh, yeah, there's I a, was there. I was kind of surprised given the the alternate history nature of it, but the the actual historical events, most of them that it portrays surrounding World War One, they insert the you know the undercover spy characters, but they don't. You know, it basically works. Even the weirder stuff works the way it did in actual history. Yeah, I if mean, if you it, think this is completely improbable, uh, it may act, look it up afterwards. It may actually have happened. That yeah, if it seems like yeah. wow, that seems damn convenient for the plot. Well, yes, but also, and or was damned inconvenient for the people involved. I mean, a lot of the stuff actually happened. Maybe not quite the way it played out, but the body count at the end was the same. And there's there's some conveniences around the beginning of World War One that. Frankly, they couldn't make up if they tried. Um, so it's thumbs up from your agents on uh, The King's Man. Uh, getting 2022 off to a good start. Uh, do we have anything further to add? Uh, I mean, it, it does have um, possibly one of the most British suiting up to go into action sequences ever filmed. You will know it when you see it. I don't want to spoil it, but... But you'll know it when you get there. Yes. All right, cool. Uh, uh, this is your agents of cool signing off, and we'll talk to you soon.